Okay, with Asher Kwok, uh, Mono Dialogue is the short film played at the LGBTQ plus film festival. It is a conversation between two people and it's got a twist, nice little twist to uh, to the ending and I didn't see it coming and uh, I'm sure that's your, that's your hope, I guess, when people watch your film. Yes, that is true. Um, I kind of purposely purposefully wrote it that way but um the whole story came to me as like a shower thought I was um the first time I wrote it I wrote it into a stage play I was hoping to put it on the show um for my school Shoreline Community College which was which was also where all the students who were making this film came from and yeah, I wrote it into a stage play. It didn't really work. And I adapted it into a screenplay. I would say I write pretty intuitively. So I probably didn't have it all thought out when I wrote it, but it came out that way and it's perfect. So why do you think it didn't work? Because it works as a film for sure. Why do you think it didn't work yeah. as a stage play? So... um. I think it was because on stage, it was kind of hard to play with the perspective because in the film, you see all of those like um, on the face shot, kind of like the Wes Anderson shot that you see um, in a lot of his film. Those kind of perspectives are um, not something that we can provide to the audience sure. on stage. Yeah. yeah. But it, I guess like in terms of like the conversation, two people talking, it is like you figure that, that that's a stage play, but yeah. the way you described it, because it is a visual, it's only one location. It's like, it's like two people sitting in a chair, but you made it very visual and you obviously nice sound design, nice, um, nice uh, composer like it's like you made it a a, a movie you made it a, a cinematic experience even though it has yeah. those people just it's just really about two people talking I guess right yes it is very dialogue driven and that's why I wrote it into a stage play first yeah. because it is driven by dialogue but um it just worked better with film yeah. like with the screen I guess so tell me okay so you have you made you made a, you made a films before the free for this film? Um, I have made one documentary documentary short before this film, um, and it was the first ever film that I've made. And Mono Dialogue was my first narrative project that I directed. Yeah, and it was done at, at Shoreline College. Yeah, Shoreline Community College. And where is that? Oh, that is in Seattle, Washington. Seattle, Washington. Are you a Seattle? Are you a Seattle native or? No, I'm actually not. Um, I kind of moved to Seattle in 2020. I am originally from Hong Kong. Um, the reason why I left Hong Kong is pretty political and also pretty personal. Um, and. I went to Seattle and I started studying film there and I met a lot of amazing people in um, Shoreline, Shoreline Community College. And we just, we had this big friend group and then we were like, oh, we all want to make film. We're all studying film related stuff. 
Um, and so we just got together. I got a script and we're rolling. <laughs> and then so then so that it wasn't part of the school project. It was just part of it like wasn't. A... Yeah, it was a passion project for all of us. Um, That's cool. Yeah. So then every like everybody who's part of the film were goes went to the school. Yes, that is right. And so then you had you had the location, you had the kind of like the the the, the set decoration. Where did you just curious? Where did you shoot the where did you shoot the film? Yes, yeah, so um, the, our filming location is actually um, our friend Sandy's Sandy's house. Um, she's also in our crew. She took care of us really well on the shoot day, and. Um, we kind of sourced all of our props and set pieces ourselves. Um, most of them are from Sandy's house. She has a gorgeous house, um, as you can see from the film. Mm -hmm. And production designer Nona and I, and also art director Memphis, um, we were all sourcing props and sets um, on our own, like um, with our own money. So it was truly a student-made, student-produced film, but not necessarily for school. Gotcha. And then so what about the, the cast, the two cast members? Oh, the two cast members, Parker and Kat, love them. They're amazing. They're also our friends from the school. Um, an interesting thing about the actor, so as I mentioned, um, I wrote the script for this film but actually while in rehearsal I think we did like two rehearsals with the cast um in rehearsal I actually tweaked a lot of the lines a lot of dialogues with the actors because they were giving me so much just really good perspective and like just how they personally feel the lines and we kind of like during our first rehearsal we literally went through the whole script word by word like every subtext every symbolism every metaphor we talked it talked it all out and we tweaked the line and the whole script was just elevated like there were like I feel like they added soul into Adam and Addison. Yeah, hundred percent. And so they like it's a, it's a it's a complicated uh, like in terms of the dialogue and the twists and everything like that. So did you guys like were, did you rehearse with them or like before they started shooting? Like what was the process? Yeah, we kind of like rehearsed all of the stuff um, before we started shooting, including the um, chess moves. I actually designed the chess move um, and like we have cues in the lines like which chess moves should be done in which line in which word we have that all figured out before we got on set. So when we got on set, it was just like shoot and repeat, shoot and repeat like that. And are you a chess uh, aficionado, a chess fan? <laughs> um. I, I know a little bit about chess. I wouldn't say I am really good at it. Um, the chess moves I designed for the film is basically a Stafford Gambit. And I think it applies really well into the storyline because 
Stafford Gambit is essentially the black is setting a lot of traps for the whites. And if the white is unprepared, like how Addison is as a character, white is going to fall into that trap and lose very easily and pretty quickly as you see in the film. So what's the, what's the metaphor? <laughs> the metaphor, it's, it's pretty obvious because Adam essentially has already went through this game and this conversation already. So he knows exactly what will happen. He knows exactly what move Addison is going to make. He knows exactly what she's going to say. So he has everything in control. Okay. But what are you so what are you trying but what are you trying to say in the film? Like what's the what's the thematic? Um we're still figuring things out. That's basically what I want to say. Everybody you're still figuring it out? Yes. Um because in the film Addison is a young adult and Adam is much older, is her older self essentially, but mm -hmm. in a different gender. Um, it is, I think it's not just about the queer side of this conversation here. It's also about, um, us as individuals, us in our twenties, us as young adults, we need to take the time to understand ourselves and we might make some very outrageous decision at the end, but we should be proud of us being able to go through this process of exploring our identity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, and it's not like a simple like choice, right? Like it's like it's like the media likes to portray like I'm this is what I'm gonna I'm gonna make this this choice and then then I'm gonna yeah. I, I'm going to change my identity. What, you know what I'm trying to say? It's like, it, it's simple yeah. and it's uncomplicated, but your film is about like, like how it's layered. It's like, it's, it's, the, it's about, it's about life, right? It's about twists and turns and about explore exploration, I guess. Yeah. One motif that we have um, throughout the whole film is clock and time. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's a really important element because us and, as human beings, we are very much trapped in the concept of time. It is, we are basically inescapable. Um, so us as human being, our development, our growth are also pretty much just like, there's nothing we can do except to just let time do its thing basically mm -hmm. yeah the 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 earth revolves around the sun uh, a certain amount of time right <laughs> it, yeah. it spins in 24 hours like so while it revolves around the sun so basically it's it's the earth is moving so therefore we are we are growing or we are aging i guess right yeah um a lot of the times like in most of my writing site for stage or for screen um most people will think like I do a lot of coming of age stuff but really what I want 
to show people or what I want to um, explore in my work is this confusion that we feel um, in this age as we're growing up. Like, we really don't know what we're doing with ourselves, but we are trying. We're trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, no, ex exactly. You go until, yeah. You move until you figure it out or not figure it out, I guess. Yeah. So the the yeah, we we kind of like thought sk skittered around with twisted. So I don't I know you don't want to give too much away, but basically it's it is interesting. It is an interesting kind of thing, um, conversation that could we dare say that we have with ourselves sometimes, I guess, right? Yeah. So tell okay, so I heard there was like there was um a little bit of uh conflict with sound with uh, creating your your getting your dialogue clean and your in your sound design. Oh yes. Um, so the location that we filmed in um it's an area in Seattle that's um pretty near to the airport. We didn't really have any other choice of location so we just went with that one. So we got on set a lot of plane noises and the floor was squeaky so it was just really hard to get clean audio um we tried our best we did everything we could to get um the crispiest audio for the dialogue but when we got into post-production it's still very very hard to um get the whole thing cleaned up mm -hmm. so post-production took quite a while for a five minute film it took around three or four months um to get post-production done so like in in the final product we can still hear some technical oopsies in the audio um technical oopsies but... i like that it's like you should <laughs> yeah. trademark that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, it's it's not it's not the best, but we did what we could and yeah. we're proud of it. Yeah. So so then then what about the the we I referenced the the sound uh, the music. Oh, oh yeah. And uh, such a shame that Scott is not here. But Scott is a really really talented musician. He's like a big jazz guy, and I'm also a big jazz fan. Like he he likes jazz in the more smart way. I like jazz in the more enjoying jazz way. So, um, the moment I finished writing the script, I was like, oh, this script needs a jazz score, and so I went to school, uh, Scott, and we just talked uh, talked about it, and he was really excited to do it and he even put together a whole jazz band like a jazz ensemble to record the score that he um created mm -hmm. and it turned out amazing yeah he did it's, it's a fantastic job so what did yeah. what did you guys think about your whole kind of you and your friends and this part of this community what did you guys think about the audience uh, feedback video that we sent you what they had to say about your film Oh, it was so lovely. We loved it. It's so nice to actually 
like it, it is just so nice to see strangers like seeing our stuffs and connect with us in such ways that we've never expected and yeah we feel very grateful for it truly was there anything that they someone mentioned that you were kind of surprised by oh no oh it's something that surprised me is that um a lot of people really, really enjoyed the chess part um, of the movie. Like at the time, I I was just when I was writing the script, I was just thinking, okay, I need to give them some business, like something for them to do while they have this conversation that carries some like metaphorical meaning or something like that. But it it was it it turned out unexpectedly well. Like the effect of the chess game yeah exactly so what are you doing what are you doing now then where are you going to make more films like what's your where you where you headed as a as an artist i am actually studying in savannah college of art and design right now as a film and television major i am i think i will continue to go into this film direction so you basically moved to the other side of uh of, of America you lived on one side yeah. and you kind of like took an arrow and you live now you live you live northeast northwest now you live uh southeast I guess right yes yes I travel a lot so is there a different American vibe from the two cities from the west coast northwest coast to the east uh south oh Seattle rains a lot and <laughs> Savannah Savannah is sunny and cozy so it's nice. I I really like the sun in Savannah. Yeah. Seattle sometimes can be too depressing for me. But yeah, it's a it's a great area. I love Seattle people. Well, Georgia is that seems to be the I talked to not I I'm talking to so many people from Georgia now. That seems to be the place where films are getting made. Yes, I heard that too. A lot of productions it in Atlanta happening. Okay. Yeah, and it's a nice school you're going to. I've I've we've, I've also interviewed people who who uh who've made films and graduated from from that school as well. It seems like they're doing some nice oh. things. Yes, yes, actually, yeah, yeah. It's now it's my second quarter studying here, so I'm not completely familiar with the film program yet. But I think they got some good stuff. And the are you, are you still going really to touch base with your um your Seattle friends? Yes, I am still in touch with them. Well, I wish you the best of luck with your um, with your career and your job. So well, I'm sure that we'll talk again when you make your next film. And thank uh, you. Yeah, enjoy enjoy uh, enjoy Georgia. Yeah, I hope to talk to you again too. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Shlemiel, Shlemazel, Hasenbeck Incorporated.